Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you enjoy. What's up everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up guys? This is Paul Verzi and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 224 for Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. How is it going, onesies? How are you guys doing this week? Is everything good? Best day of your life, best week of your life, best month of your life, best year of your life? Who knows? Um, This is the One Man Podcast. It is comedian Josh Williams and Earthling. Uh, and I tell you what's going on with me. This podcast is your opportunity to know what's going on with me. So if you're like, you know what? I may have met this guy somewhere or seen him perform on stage, or he may have bothered me. I don't really give up my business card. So it's not really an, I would think not really an option as of late, unless this is like years, <laughs> years. That's my career trajectory for myself. I'm like, maybe in some years from now, I will hand out the business cards that I have in my car surrounding me at all times. Like, like I'm, I'm doing my podcast. I, I work in marketing yet. I never market myself. Do you think I don't believe in my product? Maybe that it could be it. Maybe I just don't believe in myself. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. And this whole podcast is a journey of self-discovery. Um, what I was going to suggest was that perhaps you received a business card from me sometime in the future when I actually get good at handing them out. I just did a week of shows at absolute comedy. Like last week, was it? And already, no, wait, it couldn't have been last week. Cause that would have been like two days ago I was doing. So it was the week before. Anyways, um, I did a week of shows and I didn't hand out a single promotional card for my podcast. How funny is that? Or, or pathetic. I also sip drinks on this podcast and I'm actually drinking out of the one man podcast. Oh, should I hold it up higher and make the, you hear that? That is a double walled stainless steel bottle with my logo on it. All right, just uh, some of the quality merch available. Uh, where? Well, you'd have to contact me directly because I also haven't t- spent the time putting up a website. I'm behind, guys. <coughs> I was I was telling you guys I was suffering with allergies. Uh, that turned into like full-blown sick, and I will tell you guys about that. Um, the point is, anyone who's maybe listening to this for the, one, the first time, uh, you're going to hear me uh, talk about what's going on with me, what I've been up to in the last week. Um, that's why I date them at the beginning. So you're like, oh, when was this? Would have been uh, the seven days prior to the date listed. Um, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, sorry, I'm at my phone's going off. And that also happens on this podcast. Basically, my phone goes off all day long, but it really likes to go off uh, when as soon as I start recording the podcast. I'm ow, I'm recording this on Tuesday. I also tweaked my hip today, so I'm sitting here with like real bad sciatica for some reason. Oh man, just pain, pain. It's basically, I think, if this is your first time listening, again. It would be odd if I gave you this business card two years from now and this random episode is the one that you decided to to start with. Because I was basically just saying that like odds are this episode 
is not the one that I handed out a business card because I didn't hand out a business card anyway this week. I've been isolating because I have not felt particularly good. I have been, uh, I've been sick. In fact, I'm just getting a text message from the little lady who I spend the day with, who has also been sick, uh, the last few days. So, uh, let's see. She's doing good. She's doing good. All right. I'll, I'll tell you guys a little bit about that as the episode goes on. And that's what we're going to talk about my week. So this week, uh, I, I finished my taxes. I was complaining about how much work I had to do my taxes. I fin- I did not, sorry, I, I apologize. Did not file my taxes. I finished all of my data, um, for the taxes. I'm going to turn this goddamn laptop down because it is just notification festival from the PlayStation family. Um, because we started playing a new game, but I will not be talking about that on this episode because I have a bunch of other crap to talk about. Um, I finished all my tax reporting and now I just need to submit it. So I have to find time to do that. I've been very, very busy. Um, I, okay, quick list. I've got a bunch of movies that I watched to just let you know how busy I was. Um, no, these were all end of day stuff. Um, and some of them were even on in the background whilst, uh, doing tax work or other, uh, other stuff. So, um, I watched some movies. I watched something called the lie profile, uh, VHS. I'll tell you guys all about them. Hashtag alive. Uh, I watched, uh, another episode of that Marvel. What if I'll tell you guys about that. Um, like I said, I, I was under the weather. I, I thought I was just suffering with allergies. Um, but I got like really bad fever. I got a bad cough. I thought, you know, maybe it was COVID. Uh, Michaela got sick too, like the day after we were together. Again, I wasn't full blown sick the day her and I spent together. Um, but I'm going to leave that because, uh, her and I had decided we were gonna spend the day together. We were going to pick the shittiest movie and watch together and then, uh, you know, play some games and stuff. And then she was going to co-host the podcast with me. I, I alluded to that, uh, last episode. Unfortunately, she got sick. She's on the mend, but she's still just not feeling the greatest. So we decided, you know what, I'll do this one and we will postpone that. So, uh, the shittiest movie, uh, will be, uh, next week. You know, we watched one, maybe we watched another one with her sometime this week, and then we'll have two of them to review for you guys, but we had a cool day together, enjoyed ourselves. And I'm, uh, I'm very excited to, uh, to have her on. So we'll tell you about our day together, even though it's already passed, we'll do that next episode. We'll tell you about the, the, the shittiest movie that we watched and some of the things we did. Um, I, uh, like I said, finished my tax reporting. I, I've been working on something. I, I read a book. Um, which I said, like, almost like I read a book. Um, but I, I did read a book, which for someone like me who doesn't read that often, uh, that was quite the endeavor to get it read. And again, in like two, three days, um, little pat on the back for myself, not a reader, but I read a book. I read a book. You guys, I read a book. Wow. I read a book. Um, so, uh, and I actually, uh, will be interviewing the author. I'll tell you guys a little bit about that a little bit later on in the episode. Um, but let me just bang out some of this quick, easy stuff. So I told you I spent the day with the little lady. She hasn't been feeling good since where the fuck is my pen? Uh, right there. You should see my desk. It's all wide open, wide open, not really any place to lose anything, but, uh, but I'd left it, uh, regardless. So, um, we got, uh, what else? Sorry. Just banging up my list here. God, my bro. So in the evenings, I may as well talk about this. I had no intention of talking about it, but I may as well tell you guys, um, in the evenings as generally speaking, when like my friends through, uh, you know, at the course of the pandemic, my pals, the, uh, the, the internet family, as I call them, my gang on the PlayStation, we created a Facebook group, everything like that. So just when it was the pandemic and everyone was just stuck at home, it was like, okay, everyone's hanging out people of different ages. We had some housewives on there had some, some tech people, comedian, myself, some, some, you know, 18 year olds. So just a lot of people with no obligations. Um, and the evenings still seem to be particularly free for most of them. Uh, unfortunately myself, uh, you know, being self-employed now that things are picking up with both the marketing and, and comedy and stuff like that, 
Um, I am crazy. I'm, I've got a thing on my iPhone on my desk right now that says 17 new notifications from this one group. So anyways, they're active in the evening. Everyone jumps on at night and starts to say, Hey, are we playing a game together? We just, we just got a new game. I'm not even gonna talk about that this week. I have too much other things to talk about. I just dabbled in it last night. It's the first time I've played a video game shy of my day with Michaela in quite some time because I've been working on, like I said, taxes and reading and getting things organized and marketing gigs. So I, I have not, um, I've had not had the luxury of spare time to, to just play video games. In fact, with my PlayStation uh, family, what I'll do is I'll throw my TV on while I'm doing other things and just, you know, into the, the, the party chat. So I'm, I'm present. I'm shooting the shit with people whilst doing other things, you know, reporting, filling in spreadsheets, whatever it is. I'm still working, but I'm being social with these people as opposed to just being MIA for like three months. Uh, but we got a new game, uh, just played it last night for the first time. Uh, very cool. I will tell you about it on a subsequent episode. Just don't have time for it this week. Um, so yeah, um, good time. But of course my phone is fucking losing its mind. So, um, I will tell you guys, we got a couple of emails. I will read those at the end of the show. Um, and on time this month, I will tell you guys who August's onesie of the month is. All right. So the last, uh, this is the last episode of August. Um, the next episode will be September 1st. So it'll be a fresh month. So, um, Tell all you guys that stuff. So we already talked about some of the boring stuff, you know, just to, 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 to bookend some of the other ones. Um, it, it, you know, I've been sick. I worked on taxes. I spent a day with the little lady. I also took my car in to get, uh, regular oil change and then like filters and brake shit. I wish I knew about cars, guys. I don't. Uh, luckily, I trust the, the group of guys I go to, but I think one of them fucked up. I have to go in tomorrow morning because I, I noticed that as soon as I turned my fan on afterwards, I was on my way home and I had to drive through a lot of like construction and like high, like highway, highway, not just like, you know, good parkway, but highway driving to get back home. And there's a lot of like road noise and everything like that. So I don't think I actually noticed this until like the next night when I, when I got in the car. And, uh, there's like a big, like lawnmower sound. It's like, uh, when I turn the fan on for like the AC and it increases in volume specifically when I press the, you know, the air up or down. So it's like, uh, like it's really noticeable, annoying sound. So I'm taking it in the morning. And, uh, when I tried the woman, she's like, yeah, it sounds like it could just be like a, the, the filters that they put in. Maybe one of them's a little loose or something like that. And it's rattling around. Honestly, don't, I, I don't care. You don't even need to explain it to me. All I want is when I get the car back from you tomorrow, it doesn't do that anymore. That would make me very happy. So, uh, <laughs> like that's all been my week on top of all this sort of shit. So this episode for you guys will be just, uh, you know, some emails, me giving you a couple of little movie reviews and some things that I watched, uh, you know, the top five list coming up at the end of the episode. And I like this one a lot because it came up. I like the ones that happen organically as, as things, you know, um, as things happen over the course of the week, I, I always end up looking at these notes right before the show and I'm like, okay, I'm going to record the podcast in like five, 10 minutes as soon as I get everything set up. And I realize, oh, my note sheet is half empty. You know, I know the things I want to talk about, but, but setting them down and hitting the talking points and things like that, they can just take some time, you know? And I'm always like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't have a top five, but this one came up today and, uh, it was actually very quick to fill up very quick to fill up. And I'm looking forward to talking about it with you guys. Uh, and this is one that you yourselves may have your own list of, um, might be one that I myself am guilty of. I try to consciously not be guilty of it, but shit happens. Um, so, uh, let's start with just, uh, some movies that I watched. Huh? Let's get these movies out of the way. I'll just be a fat guy reviewing shit. And then, uh, and then we'll move on to the other things. Maybe I can get out of here at a reasonable time because it is currently eight 39 on Tuesday. I would love to make something for dinner. Cause I've been banging away at 
cleaning my desk off and everything like that for some time. Would love to eat something and maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll play another hour or so of, uh, of games with my friends. Huh? Maybe that'll be a thing. So watched a movie this week called the lie. Uh, it was on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken, uh, or Amazon prime, um, fairly certain it was Amazon prime, but it, it starred, uh, one of the Skarsgård brothers. It was not the one it's not, it's not bill or Alexander who are the two most famous and it's not their faller faller father, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, who played like, you know, professor, whatever the face and the Avengers and everything like that. The guy who built Loki's thing. Whatever. He was also like the, one of the main protagonists in uh, Goodwill Hunting. He's the guy who, who brought Matt Damon to Robin Williams. Um, but anyways, he's the, the guy he honestly, the only thing I can remember him being in was he played the bad guy in the Green Lantern movie. Um, but he's in it. Don't know who the mother is and is an actor and the daughter in the movie is, uh, she was in a thing called Ramona and Beezus. Uh, she's been in some other movies as well. Um, like one of those child stars that ends up in everything. Um, she's like a newer Dakota Fanning. Now that Dakota Fanning's older, this chick's getting a lot of the, the little sad kid looking roles, but she's getting older now. And I think her time's fucking out of here. We're going to get another one to replace her soon. But, um, just a little kid you saw in a lot of movies. Um, the lie is like, uh, you know, the it's, movie starts off and you can see this kid is, you know, uh, she's, her parents are divorced, uh, or yeah, I believe they're, they're divorced. Um, and it's the mother's driving her to the father. You can see you're getting a lot, you're getting a lot of very quick, um, uh, you know, pieces of story information. So you can tell like, okay, like it's one of those movies where like you start watching and you're like, okay, I have to be paying attention to this because they're dumping a lot of, a lot of foreshadowing and pivotal information to the plot on me, um, in this movie. And, uh, the person who recommended the movie, uh, was like, there's a twist at the end. And I was like, so I don't think that was a spoiler, but with a crazy person like me, it, it's a bit of a spoiler only because I'm like, okay, if there's a twist, then I have to be looking for an angle, the whole movie. And, um, the premise is that, uh, you know, whilst driving with his daughter, they pick up one of her friends at the side of the road waiting for a bus and they start to drive her. They stop to let the girls out to pee or something like that. I, I don't remember that particular part, but then, um, the dad hears a scream and he runs to the scream in the woods and he sees his daughter sitting on the edge of a bridge and pulls her off the bridge. And he's like, where's your friend? And it's like, I, I, I didn't mean to, it was an accident, whatever. And it's like, turns out he pushed her into the river below. The dad goes down and looks, finds nothing. And oh my God, now I have to protect my daughter. Like, you know, she, she killed someone or whatever, and we have to protect her. And then he, you know, goes back and then the, the ex-wife finds out. Then the two of them are in this thing, trying to get their story straight and yada, yada, yada. And this lie, again, the movie's called the lie, um, this lie perpetuates and it gets deeper and deeper and you know, they're all coming unglued and it's just that kind of movie. How do we keep this secret? Um, uh, it's there's, there's a twist at the end, which because only because I was told there was a twist I saw coming. So I was looking for warning signs and stuff like that, but I, I did have a, a hunch and, uh, and it, and it was correct, but it was still interesting to see like some of the insanity of the movie. Worth a watch, guys. Free movie if you're pecking around and you want to, you, you know, some, I would say that it was reasonably acted. Um, the characters seemed, uh, you know, <clears throat> there was moments that were a little far-fetched, <clears throat> but is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, I think the saving grace is that they kind of built up how hectic their lives are. 
So when you're looking at it as an observer, part of you might be like, well, why would you do this? And that it's like, ah, some of these things are kind of reasonable considering like they're getting pulled in a lot of different directions with what's going on. So it was easy to make a mistake. Um, but overall worth watch the lie. Let me cross this out. So we don't have to say it crazy series of events twists that I was looking for most of the movie. Yeah. There's my notes. I, and I did that. Um, profile watch the movie profile. Now this one was fascinating. This one has been advertised. IMDB has it listed as coming out in 2018, but everything that it's streaming on and rentable on is, uh, what do you call it? Um, showing it as 2021. So looks like, sorry, I heard a big, like loud slam. And I'm assuming that maybe Kamar just closed his vent in his room. Um, nothing like hanging up a, a sign on my, the exterior of my door saying recording that gets everyone screaming, yelling, bang, and turning up music. Um, eh, it's a little complainy, but you know what? It's uh, the case in this house. It's the case. Listen, have you been a onesie before? You've literally heard me pause this thing a million times to walk out into our purely white hallway with white doors and everything with a giant black sign that says recording while they're screaming and yelling at each other. And like conversationally, they're not like in an argument. It's not like, oh shit, things got heated. And the last thing that there's on their mind is courtesy. It's like literally a conversation that is just screaming in the hallway. Anyways, um, <laughs> Allow me to recenter myself. Movie Profile. Um, I saw the trailer for this a while back. It was a movie that was one of those like in, done entirely on a desktop. Uh, the first one of its kind that I saw like that, that I thought was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I believe that this person was also the executive producer uh, of this movie. So uh, they're affiliated with each other in some fashion. Um, but unfriended was the first one like that, a great, you know, one that they use Skype and they use all sorts of different, you know, navigational tools. Like the whole thing looks like a desktop, you know, the whole thing takes place on the desktop, except for the final scene where the laptop closes and then there's a jump scare, but unfriended phenomenal movie, um, very, uh, groundbreaking in terms of just, you know, a movie that can take place entirely on a desktop, right. Using apps and, and Google and things like that. Um, Facebook, very interesting. Um, searching was the other one, right. With John Cho, he's looking for his daughter, like, you know, expanding on the whole, you know, what all, uh, different, uh, applications and internet searches and things like that. Can we use to build a story, um, news clips and YouTube and things like that. Uh, great, great cinematography. So this one profile is about uh, a woman who's investigating these, these women who are, you know, uh, converting to Islam and, you know, defecting from, you know, Europe and things like that and going to like live in Syria and stuff like that. And, you know, and then finding out that like, you know, they're getting kidnapped and they're getting forced to be like suicide bombers and things like that. So the idea with this is it's a woman who's pretending to be a, a convert or whatever and ch chatting via Skype and things like that with this, you know, uh, militant guy in Syria who's like, yeah, you should be my wife and I love you and, and come here and be with me and I'll take care of you, whatever. And you sort of see the escalation of their conversations. And it's like, she's like, she's convinced herself that she's reeling him in, uh, naturally over the course of the movie. You're like, yeah, who's, who's reeling who and, uh, whatever. Um, I don't want to give too much away because, uh, like these whole movies, right. It's kind of like you're, you're building towards something the entire time. So I tell you, you almost don't need to watch the movie, but, um, really worth watching. Uh, so, so are unfriended and, and searching by the way, if you can find those, but, um, I believe both of them are easily available on prime or Netflix or what have you, but, uh, excuse me, it is getting close to nine o'clock and I've been up since God knows. I don't even know what time I got up today. Um, profile is what it's called. Um, it's, it's 
great performances. Uh, no actors that I really know of. I haven't seen them in anything else, but uh, I IMDb'd them afterwards and found that they've been in, in lots of other things. So um, really good movie. It appears to only be uh, for, for like rent right now on the apps. Um, so it's not one that's just sitting around, but feel free to take a peek. Uh, like I said, it's kind of starts off a little slow, not poorly. It's just, you're, you you got to figure out who the characters are and everything like that. Um, but of course, uh, it, it sort of grabs you tension wise and just kind of, you know, it's one of those ones where you're, you're going to watch it cause you got to see what happens. Um, uh, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. It wasn't the, the most entertaining, I wasn't like, oh man, every scene is great. Like you spend a lot of time going like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Oh my God, are you ever stupid? Uh, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) there's a lot of that, but you know, they've done their job to hook you. You know what I mean? At no, at no point watching this thing start to finish at no point was I like, what time is it? How much, how much is left? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're thoroughly engaged the entire time. Great job. Um, watched a movie the other day on Netflix called hashtag alive. Um, Something I've noticed this year is Netflix seems to be like, obviously they have a ton of, uh, independent projects, you know, Netflix, original movies and series and things like that. But one of the things I noticed this year is that Netflix, at least when you go on there and it's like a Netflix original or they've got their end logo on something. Um, I've, I've noticed that there's a lot of, um, Netflix, like international movies now, uh, movies from you know, Spain, Portugal, uh, Japan, China, um, you know what I mean? Europe. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of movies coming out that are completely, you know, in another language, but they've been dubbed or they're subtitled. And, um, I, I've watched two of them now. Uh, both of them were actually recommended to me by Crystal. She had said that, uh, the first one she'd recommended was the platform, which I told you guys about very interesting. I think that one was Portuguese or something like that. Um, but of course, no, I watched the movie dubbed and dubbed and subtitles. I'm telling you, I'm a big fan of subtitles. Subtitles get a fucking big thumbs up to me. I think they're incredibly underrated. I don't know. Someone recommended subtitles to me because they told me that they were all about them. I think, fuck. I think when Crystal and I were together, we watched the show Wentworth and because it was an Australian, she suggested putting the subtitles on because some of some of the stuff they talk really quick and they got kind of like slang and whatnot. So just to be able to kind of hear what they're saying, the subtitles helped. But I was talking to someone else who's like, yeah, I'm all about subtitles now. And, you know, I just find that it makes the, the movies easier to watch, uh, you know, catching words, whatever. So I've been like a year now um, watching movies with subtitles. And I actually, I, I watched one with her and the kids not too long ago. And it was like, we put subtitles on and she's like, we have subtitles on exclusively. Like I put on Netflix or, or prime or anything like that. Subtitles are already on automatically. They don't bother me. In fact, there's lots of times where people like whisper to each other and there's like a scene, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the sound mixing on some things is fucking awful because the explosions are way too loud, but then dialogue, simple, quiet dialogue to people, you know, Hey honey, it was a good day at work. You know, not really funny. You're like, what, what can't hear you. I'm fucking, my mouth is right to the mic. And I don't know how you guys are listening. Maybe from the car on the roads going, you didn't even hear what I said, but the idea is that subtitles on, you can just watch the TV, ignore them, but they help. Um, but speaking of subtitles, uh, watching these movies that are dubbed, it's interesting because, um, 
the you could tell that that the person who was subtitling is not the same person who was dubbing. So what they're saying, like what words are coming out of their mouth in English and what words are being typed up on translation, like in the subtitles, um, sometimes are different, different context. So it's kind of interesting because obviously someone listened to the original in, you know, Japanese or Chinese or whatever, and then like wrote the English, someone else listened to it and spoke it. Right. Because I guess dubbing is a, a different monster because you basically have to make as much sound as when the mouth's moving right? Something that may come across in three words in, you know, Chinese that, which is not a language, right? Cantonese or Mandarin, um, you know, uh, Cantonese, it might be three words. Well, in English, it would take like a more of a sentence. So like, that's why some things sound so childish or whatever in, in English or whatnot, because you got to, you know, you're like, wow, these people are talking super simple. It's like, well, their mouths only move for a couple seconds. So you can't have someone whose mouth moves and then you know, like we, we used to make fun of that. That used to be a punchline when we were little, right? Like Wayne's world literally has it where he's like, well, let's do this dubbed instead of subtitled. And he's like, all right, then, you know, the mouths are moving. If that is your custom and they just keep fucking moving their mouths, it looks fucked up and everyone's laughing at it. So they've learned to like, you need to move your mouth when they move their mouth. So if they're only moving for a couple of seconds, you got to pick enough words that, that shorten it. So dubbing has, has, you know, got their own things to work with, right? The, you're, if the mouse only moving three seconds, then whatever you're saying has to come out in three seconds and kind of look like it belongs there. So, um, having said that the movie hashtag alive is, I believe, uh, Japanese or Chinese, I believe Chinese. Um, and it's this guy, you know, it's basically zombie apocalypse movie guy lives in an apartment building, uh, apartment building, you know, Oh my God. Everyone starts running out of the building. Everyone's turning out in the street. This guy's like looking at his, from his balcony, like, Oh my God, what the fuck's going on? And then the building is overrun with zombies. So he's kind of trapped in his apartment. Um, and he's trying to, you know, stay alive. You see him, he's still got electricity, but you see the thing slowly starting to fail for some reason they ran out of water, but electricity stayed on for a while. That seems odd to me. Uh, never occurred to me until just this moment that I'm like, yeah, you know, he's, he's trying to make his water last, but I'm like, but he's also playing video games and the electricity stayed on for a long time. So, um, yeah, it, it was, it was interesting. Um, it, it gave me a vibe kind of like that movie skyline where they're like stuck in an apartment, like, you know, a bunch of people are stuck in an apartment and there's aliens fucking literally stealing human beings. Um, it was kind of cool. Just this, this moment of like, you know, this movie of like moments of, you know, zombies trying to break into his house and stuff. And then eventually, you know, he sees another survivor across the way in the other building, you know, they start to try to find ways. It's just a, a cool zombie romp. The, the subtitling, well, I had, I had both on, you don't, you probably don't have to, it's a dubbed movie. You can just listen to it. Um, it was entertaining enough. Starts off a little silly. But, um, honestly, as a movie to just throw on, entertain yourselves, hashtag alive on Netflix, uh, was a fun, was a fun movie. It, it, they did a good job. They clearly had the budget and that's what makes me think, you know, Hey, Netflix is putting, it's not just making North American Netflix, English speaking, original content. They're, they're clearly putting some money to, to film places in other parts of the world, um, and developing their own original content in those areas with, with, you know, actors and directors and writers from those areas. It's cool. It's cool to see. They are drowning in debt from my understanding. I don't know how long before Netflix just completely goes tits up. So they were like in huge debt before they just had shitloads of streaming service comp competitors. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, for now they're still throwing money at shit. So, you know, have at her Netflix. I'll keep watching until you go under. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what else, what else we got here? What else we got to talk about? I'm just trying to decide. I got, uh, I, I did watch that new show on Anim, uh, Amazon Prime. I'm going to give a couple beats here. Bop, 
Bob, Bob, wondering if anyone else is, is auto already knows what one I'm talking about. It's getting a lot of, uh, advertisement on the socials there, uh, at least for me, but I don't know why they're advertising to me. Right. Cause if the algorithm knows anything, it'll know I watched it already. So you don't need to push it on me. Um, nine perfect strangers is the name of the, of the show. Uh, three episodes launched on Friday. Uh, I saw the trailer for it and I thought, okay, star studded cast. You know what I mean? Maybe it, it's, it looks a little interesting. It's about like some, res- not a resort, uh, uh, I guess a spa. Uh, is it a resort? Uh, 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 what are the fucking names? You, you would go to, uh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to look this up. This is bothering the hell of me. I know that a resort, a retreat, that's the word I'm looking for. I'm like, it's an R word, an R E word. Uh, it's like a retreat where you go and you get, you know, a self care and this and that or whatever. Um, but of course, you know, the, the initial parts of the trailer were like, oh, this beautiful place and these people come and she's going to, you know, you're going to get well here. It's very tranquil and blah, blah, blah. I think it's called Tranquilium or something like that is actually the name of the place. And, uh, it's like uh, big star cast, as I mentioned, uh, Nicole Kidman has Melissa McCarthy, Michael Shannon, uh, Samara weaving, um, and a bunch of other actors whose names I don't know. And honestly, I was trying to get this fucking thing recorded. So I stopped, but I just named the ones I knew, but a, a relatively big cast for, uh, it's an Amazon prime, uh, original series or whatever Amazon exclusive. I think they called it. I believe it is a Hulu production. If I'm not mistaken, the opening credits have that, but in Canada, I believe it's uh, exclusive to Amazon, uh, cause we don't have Hulu in Canada. So. Um, yeah, it's like this retreat and it's like, uh, Nicole Kidman has this very like, oh, I don't even know how to say it. She's like this, this self-help guru, you know, she was like, uh, they, they, they let you know very early, like she was a very successful CEO, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then someone made an attempt on her life and then she was reborn and now she does this. Now the, like <clears throat> you're watching the trailer for this and you're like, fuck, this has like a very creepy, like what sinister thing in this place. And watching it, it's very strange because they humanize everybody. It's not like this place is so sterile, like Stepford Wives, you know what I mean? Or, or something where everyone's just like, yes, please come here. It's not like Midsummer or anything like that. We're like, why is everyone so weird here? Everyone's very human. In fact, all the people who work at this place, you even see scenes of them talking to each other, being a little concerned, like, you know, these people look like they might be like, like, so it doesn't look like everyone there is sterile and everyone's like drinking the Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? You see Nicole Kidman having human moments outside of what's going on. So it's very fascinating. I, I, the whole time I got this big, like get out vibe, you know what I mean? Like, okay, they brought all these people here, but what are they really going to do to them or whatever? Um, fascinating. Just, it was fascinating to meet the characters. It was fascinating to see like people it's well acted by everyone. Um, there's only three episodes watched all three, uh, would, would recommend them. It's, it's interesting. I don't know what to think of the show yet or where they're, what direction they're going with it. Um, but it's fascinating. I'm on board looking forward to seeing more of them. It's called nine perfect strangers and they have it so that like, okay, these nine people come to the place and she hand selects you know, the people so that their, their trauma types coincide with each other or whatever it is. So very fascinating. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have too much to say about it cause I still don't quite know what's going on. It's just kind of like you're, we're learning about the characters. We're learning about what each person's trauma is. Uh, we're learning a little bit about Nicole Kidman's characters and the people that work with her, but it's still not enough of anyone to sort of figure out, you know, okay, but why? 
So don't know how many episodes there are. There was three. I believe there'll be another one on Friday. I'll let you know next week what I think of whatever fucking one comes out, whatever happens in the plot. But if you're watching too, guys, as always, if I haven't mentioned it enough, contact at one man podcast.com is the email address. If you're watching any of these shows, if you guys are, if you guys just, you know, you fucked around on, on a Thursday afternoon and you threw something on, you're like, fuck, I watched this movie. I really didn't think it was that bad. Throw in an email. Contact at one man podcast.com. Hey Josh, while you're looking for some shit to watch, check this out. I watched it. It was interesting. I had a great time, you know? Uh, do you miss going to the movies? You know, what are you guys doing to kill time? Like, that's what I do. I throw something on the TV and I veg out. I have turned into such a review guy. Like I love watching reviews of products and things on YouTube now. So now like before I buy anything and maybe you guys have been like this for years, but I think in the last couple of years I have turned into like, okay, I'm a super consumer. People make fun of me all the time. They're like, you are the perfect consumer. I'm like, yeah, I still, I like consuming. I like buying shit. I have problems, <laughs> but I don't, oh man, the quality guys, the quality, um, the, uh, I, I, I like consuming things, but at the same time, I'm not just going to buy anything. I'm not the guy who comes home with magic beans. You know what I mean? Um, but I just, you know, some things I buy, I'm like, okay, they, 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 they put on a good show and it's all right. Um, but now I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to watch YouTube reviews and several, as many as I can find on something before I, I, I pick something up. Ah, man, I'm sorry. Again, I'm still getting over a cold. I I'm sure you can hear, you know, the scratchiness and the roughness in my voice, uh, still been coughing and things like that. So I'm hoping to be right as rain back to tippity top soon, but as it stands, I'm still <clears throat> the odd cough. I even took cough suppressant before the podcast. So that like, I've, I've quite honestly, guys been like coughing every two, three minutes, just a, <laughs> like a hard cough and then back to life and then cough, cough. I didn't want to be doing that to this episode. So I think that's the first or second cough this entire thing. But I, I took suppressants so that I could get this episode recorded because I love you that much. Um, I think it's still, it's still a really rough time of year with allergies and I haven't been taking allergy meds cause I'm trying to get a good beat on just how ill I am at the moment. You know what I mean? I'm not feeling the itchiness and stuff. I'm just, I'm still feeling kind of the, the pressure in the left side of my head and the sinuses and things like that. So, you know, the chest and whatnot, that kind of crap. Um, what else did I do guys? What else did I do? Um, I watched, oh uh, yeah, I was trying to plug contact at one man podcast.com send me an email, tell me what you're watching, what you're doing and the review videos. I'm all about finding review videos. So I'm watching like before I buy soaps, before I buy a particular line of products, um, before I buy like, I, you know, everything's we're ordering online now. So now before I order something, I fucking go online. Now I know a lot of people on Amazon will like read the reviews of the purchase product. I want to like, I'm, I'm, I'm a glitz and glamor kind of guy. Uh, I don't even know if this is relevant, but what I mean is like, I want to see it. I don't want to click on two or three pictures. One of the things that frustrates me about buying on Amazon is that you'll click on an image and you'll scroll through it and you're like, this is the same image that five other products with different names are using. I don't want to see pictures that I can't trust is going to be the actual product I'm getting, right? Or just a picture that's staged that's like Photoshopped. I saw some stuff on Amazon. I was looking at for like, you know, like the travel bag stuff. You know what I mean? Like the little uh, the liquid um, toiletries kind of thing where they give you a little bag, you put all your shit in it and they zip it close. I was like, I wonder if I could buy one of those in advance 
so that rather than like me putting a bunch of stuff in and then TSA puts it in their bag, I'd like to be able to like, here's the bag. I want to put all my shit in it. And then I'm like, okay, it fits. So I know I'm good. I can hand that to them. They can look at it, go, okay. And then leave me the fuck alone when I travel. Right. So, um, I looked at that and then there's like, I'm, I'm online, I'm looking at different ones. And then I see like a picture of an open luggage and they Photoshopped their thing, like showing it in the luggage way out of scale. I'm like, that thing's not one foot by two feet. Like it's, I don't know. I just, I, I find, uh, online store images misleading, especially like eBay is one of the worst for it. You're, I'm not on there all the time, but if you're on eBay and you're looking at something and people will use, I told you guys in my like top five things I would grab an emergency is like the Canon cologne. That's like no longer made. Um, yeah. And I, and again, anyone who's just hearing that you're like a top five and you, you think you would grab an emergency and it was cologne. Yeah. Cause, cause a lot of the other things I have are replaceable. Um, I don't have a lot of things that are like, you know, they don't make them anymore, but that cologne was made in the eighties, nineties, uh, and is no longer made. So yeah, it's something that's kind of irreplaceable at the moment. Um, I have a bottle of whiskey that, that would be super hard to replace. Cause I'd have to go all the way to Scotland, to the Island of Isla, to the distillery to get it. So things like that. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is going on eBay, they'll show you a picture of the old product cause they know that's what you're looking for. And you know, you, 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 they send it to you and it's like, oh, it's the new one since it's been purchased by the sage and the formula has been changed and I can buy this for $10 anywhere. And you're selling me $150 for one that has been made in 20 years, but oh, it's just the wrong picture. Anyways, all that is, I can go off on a fucking tangent about nothing, but all that to say that I enjoy putting a YouTube video on of something, a product, watching someone turn it around and open it and review it and talk about, Hey, I don't like the qualities I've been watching. Um, I'm, I'm can't wait to tell you guys the story because we're still in process right now, which is something else I did this week, but I'm in the process of getting a, a travel pack. And I've been trying to get it for a while and with COVID and, and international shipping and shit, it's been a giant fucking issue and I've been working with them and I believe they're on my side. I believe they're working hard. I, I think it's actually not really their fault. It's more of the fault of the postal systems, but they're doing what they can to get it to me. It's driving me crazy, but I've been watching, I watched reviews before I bought it and I've been watching reviews, reviews since, cause I'm very excited to be getting it. Um, but just this, this one thing about this travel pack and I'm watching these guys talk about like, just not, not, not just like, Hey, it's got this, it's got that. I give it a five out of five. Like they talk about the different types of materials that are used. They're talking about the different kinds of zippers that are used on it. And you know what a YKK zipper is and you know, the different types of, of tarpaulin and things like that, that they use on them. They're opening it up and they're showing you there's, they're giving you pros and cons, you know, um, talking about the weight, like all sorts of different things. Like I, I'd rather watch a 20 minute video on something I'm interested in than watching, than, than clicking on three images and reading a small paragraph. Right. I'm going to have questions. I, I, I can't tell, even though you tell me the dimensions, you know, I'm like, oh, am I going to grab a, a measuring tape and measure and then fill in this imaginary fucking, you know, it's not the holodeck where I can just be like, all right, show it to me. Okay. There it is. All right. Interesting. I see how big it is. It'll fit here. But you know what I mean? It's, it's, I like seeing it on the TV. Some dude standing next to it and touching it. I get an idea of scale. I did that for these microphones that I'm talking to you in at the moment. I did that for the video cameras that I bought to, you know, take this thing fucking video someday. As soon as I have the time to figure out how to do it. I was on my list of stuff to do today. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Another road to go down. Anyways, my point is I am digging my spare time. When I throw something on, I'm either throwing on some crazy movie. I don't give a fuck about, um, 
because again, lately I actually was surprised that I was able to sit down and watch the three episodes of this nine perfect strangers. I was excited about it. It looked intriguing. And I, uh, I had some time on Friday night. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't know what I'm going to watch this thing. Um, and I enjoyed it. I'm glad I did. Um, but I also, I also have my little like, you know, 10, 15 minute, uh, <laughs> videos that I'll watch while I'm eating something or whatever. I can't throw on a full episode or a movie cause I get too into shit. Uh, and I don't get my work done. Right. You guys suffer with this. Does this happen to you? Fuckers. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's my thing. Review videos on things I want to buy. Make sure I'm into it. Watch as many as I can. And then goofy, you know, movies and horror movies and things like that. Speaking of which I watched. So, uh, there was a series that was recommended. Um, I've seen it many times before on Netflix and stuff, but, uh, decided we we're going to watch it. Uh, VHS, the movie VHS, it's a found footage type horror movie. I believe, uh, there's, there's three of them now and they came out a uh, year apart. So 2012, 13 and 14, uh, these movies came out. The first one was just called V slash H slash S. So VHS. And it's like a found footage movie where these people are like, you know, you're, you're finding tapes and it's like, oh my God. So it kind of plays like one of those old school tales from the dark side, uh, you know, uh, a creep show ones where you're like, you're watching the movie and instead of it being one story throughout, um, they have this sort of narrative where it's like the first part of the movie is these people all looking for the tapes. Oh, we got to find these, these tapes. Some guy hired us to go to this place and find these, these tapes. And so their story starts and it's one of the stories. And then, you know, um, they start watching one of these tapes and then now you're watching the first story of it. So it's that tales from the dark side style where there was like three of them creep show where there was multiple ones. Um, tales from the dark side is more what I'm talking about. Uh, if you remember that movie, it had uh, Matt, Matt LeBlanc, uh, not LeBlanc, uh, Matt Lawrence, Matthew Lawrence in it. And he's, he's reading these stories out of a book to a woman and they're, they're different, you know, horror, horror clips, clips, not really little, little horror shorts. I apologize. Um, and it's a great movie because you're, you're getting different kind of scary stories. And if you don't love the vein of one of them, um, you, you just hang on 10, 15 minutes and then you'll be in the next one. So there's five or six of these in the first, uh, in the first one VHS. Um, shockingly, I couldn't find it anywhere. Couldn't find it anywhere. Um, I, I watch things predominantly on an Apple TV. Uh, I'm not paid to say that. I just like things easy. Um, I love Apple TV because all my shit is on it, but at the same time, um, you can, everything's kind of integrated. I, I'm, I'm sure there's other people who are like, oh yeah, my, my, whatever the fuck fire stick or what's that other one that people use a Chromecast or whatever. I'm sure a lot of those other ones have the simple things too, but I also subscribe to Apple TV plus my pictures, music, all that stuff are, are right on it. My, you know, everything I need super easy. Love it. Um, but what's cool about Apple TV is, is you just press down the microphone button and you'd be like VHS. And then if it's on Amazon prime, it'll bring it up. If it's on Netflix, it'll bring it up. If it's here, it'll bring it up. So <clears throat> it makes searching rather than like going into each app and looking for it. You can just say it on the main screen and, uh, and Siri will try to find it for you in any of the apps. But the first, I would say VHS, the second one would come up. The third one would come up, but I believe they were both on like Netflix and Amazon prime. However, uh, first one couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, surprisingly, the only place I could find it was YouTube, uh, and not to just view like YouTube's purchase. There was no rent option. I think I paid 1199 for it, but I was like, oh, I want to see this movie 12 bucks. That's a, that's a ticket to the movies, right? 
so I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'll watch it. I think when I dropped uh, Mikhail off on Friday, uh, it was Crystal who had said that it was a good, uh, good movie. And her and I used to watch horror movies together all the time. So she's like, you want to watch it? Let's watch it. Let's watch it. So we got, um, we got the first one. We watched that. Uh, it was, yeah, I, I actually bought it on YouTube. So I had to Google how to buy something on YouTube and it was it was interesting. Like I had to like go on my phone to buy it. And then it was like in my library on YouTube. So when I just signed into YouTube and it was like library, boom, there it is. Bang. Uh, because like we found the purchasable one, two hours, you know, and it said preview only. Like, it's great. Click on it. Show me an option to buy or something like that. One thing that sucked too, YouTube did not have the option to put subtitles on that sucked. Um, Cause there was a lot of like shitty dialogue at times. There was no option to bring up subtitles. Uh, and I mean, shitty dialogues that you couldn't hear what they were saying. So it was like cranked to hear them at sometimes. Um, but, uh, good, good movie in the sense that it's like, it's a found footage style walking with cameras. Um, they had some interesting, scary ones. Like they tried to change the theme of it as opposed to it being like, you know, paranormal activity one second and then the next one's another paranormal activity like it was like killer paranormal you know uh creature you know what i mean aliens like they 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 kind of ran the ran around with different styles of of scary shit all while being found footage someone's holding the camera kind of thing um i would say we watched the first and second one and the second one had uh, same idea, even the same sort of idea around the outside of the story. Like the people who are looking for the footage, these, these VHS tapes. Um, but it was, it was fascinating. So the story progresses, whereas like you starts off and they're like, we got to find these tapes, you know, and then you'll see someone sit down in front of a TV and then put a tape in. Right. And then it's like, you watch the story, then it comes back and there's a couple, you know, maybe a minute or two of, the, the, the room that they're in, like in the first one, they come into this house and they find a dead guy in a chair and all these TVs in front of them and a VCR. So the guy puts the the tape in, right. And you have to have been paying attention. So it's like, he's for some reason sitting on the floor in front of a dead guy sitting in a chair, you know what I mean? And, and just watching this. If I had a dead guy sitting behind me and I'm watching scary movies, I'd be fucking, or I'd turn his chair around or I'd knock him out of the chair and sit in myself. Um, <clears throat> but the whole thing is that some of you might be thinking like, well, why didn't they just call the cops a dead guy? They were trespassing just if that helps you any, you know, and then they do a, a thing, come back and the guy's like, Oh fuck, you know, and the dead guy's in the chair behind him, you know, his friend comes in, Oh, what are you watching? Like, Oh no, no we're going to go check the basement. Okay, man. I'm going to, you know, puts in another movie, right. Then comes back from the second story and the chair's empty behind him. Right. So if you weren't remember oh yeah there was a dead guy in the chair you know what i mean and it's just a moment or two you know grabs another tape puts it in but for you that was like the whole the fucking dude's not in the fucking chair anymore you know what i mean you had to be you gotta be paying attention anyways uh fun fun um was it as good as the recommendations we had been given no not at all um but it it was i, I liked the fine footage style i mean it's been done a million times there was one that was like uh one is like a chick was like a gargoyle you know, uh, one of them was like a, an, uh, uh, what do you call it? GoPro mounted to a dog. So like in the foreground, you see the, just like the kind of the bottom of the screen's got like a furry head. And then every now and again, like something will happen. The dog's ears will go up on the sides of the screen. Like it was just funny. Um, 
that kind of shit. There was a, like a Halloween house one where guys are just, you know, they were just recording their Halloween. So the stories were, were believable to an extent that they were being filmed. You know what I mean? They weren't like, oh, this guy's just filming all the time for no reason. There are some found footage movies that have that and they aren't believable. Uh, this one was, was charming enough in that regard. Um, like I said, I, I was about 50, 50, both of them first and second one. It was like half the stories are enjoyable. Half of them you're watching You're. I would say that it's not like you don't care. You're not engaged. It's like, they all kind of hook you, but some of them just have no payoff. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, there's just no payoff to them where you're like, oh fuck, I, that's it. Like, you know, and it's not like, oh, it's not one of those like, oh, that's it. Oh shit. I wanted like, it wasn't like, it's not exciting. It's not like Reservoir Dogs. Fuck Reservoir Dogs. Everyone blows away and you're like, oh fuck, I wanted more. That's it. Like, but like you get it. What else is there to say? Everyone's dead, you know? Uh, spoiler alert, 1991, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Um, anyways, so yeah, the, the two sequels you can find on uh, Netflix or, or Amazon prime, as I mentioned, VHS two and VHS viral are the names of the, the subsequent movies. Uh, haven't seen the third one. I was going to watch it. And I was just like, yeah, too tired. Um, but I, I think if I have some time, uh, tomorrow I may throw her on, but yeah, VHS viral did not see, but I would say check out the second one. You're still going to basically get an idea of like what the movies are. It's a found footage one only instead of it being found footage, you're stuck with one story for an hour and a half. It's found footage and you have, you know, uh, several different stories. You're, you're bound to be entertained by a couple of them. Maybe you'll enjoy all of them. Maybe you're not a, a, a critical cunt like me. Who knows? Um, I watched another episode. What are we doing for time here? Did I, yeah, I can run my mouth like the best of them. 48 minutes in didn't even blink. Okay, let's bang this out real quick. Guys, I watched uh, another one of those Marvel what ifs that came out this week. It was what if T'Challa was Star-Lord, huh? How about that? T'Challa being the Black Panther, except he's not the Black Panther in this. So it's basically like, what if, uh, instead of grabbing Peter Quill, who is Star-Lord, uh, the Ravagers led by Yondu had picked up T'Challa and Wakanda instead. Um, so, and then that's the story. It's like, what if star Lord was T'Challa black Panthers going all over the universe and, and doing uh, his thing, not as black Panther, but a star Lord, um, charming. Um, I liked that one a lot better than the first in the sense. The first one was like, what if Peggy Carter was captain Carter, right? It would be captain America. Um, that one was kind of like, it was like an echo of the, the captain America movie just with her. And then some scenes were slightly different, you know, kind of happened a different way, but it felt like it was very much, um, just superimposed her instead of Captain America. And a lot of the stuff was the same. This one was vastly different. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but like characters like that, that were huge parts of the MCU completely turned on their head, uh, and are now allies. And it's like, yeah, because T'Challa is a, a peaceful guy. He talked them out of it a long time ago. Um, great. I, I, I really enjoyed it again. Just a fun, you know, I think they're only like half an hour long or whatever, but just a fun way to eat my meal and watch something, a little bit of Marvel canon. Again, just a nice, what if, what if T'Challa was Star-Lord? So I watched that, uh, it's again, if you guys are into Marvel stuff, that's a good, st- uh, a good, a good little series to watch. Um, and finally on the movie front, this is just a teaser, a teaser that someone sent me. Um, the Spider-Man no way home Marvel movie coming out in December, uh, has a teaser for it and it is fucking awesome. You got to see it. Dr. Strange is in it. Lots of cool shit. Watch the teaser and it's merely a teaser. It is not even a trailer. I will spoil nothing for you. However, I watched a video this morning on uh, YouTube just sort of came up on my, on my home feed. Uh, the nerds are like, oh my God, what this means for the MCU or whatever. 
Um, so just if you're enjoying the Marvel movies, I, I know if some of you, Ivan, other people who just don't like Marvel movies, okay, no big deal. But, um, but the nerds out there, the ones who are like reviewing and what you missed and all this shit, um, are like, can't wait for the trailer. It is going to be the most anticipated trailer because they're already showing you some stuff and they're like, they have the, they have a feeling that they're going to be showing, um, some really big uh, things in the next trailer, like revealing some huge, like, Oh my God, they're actually doing this, blah, 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 blah. So, um, I just, I just enjoyed it. I, I think Dr. Strange is an awesome character. Dr. Strange and Peter, uh, Parker, Spider-Man in the same movie. is going to be pretty fucking cool. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, definitely just YouTube, right? Google Spider-Man teaser, Spider-Man, no way home teaser. Um, and if you've enjoyed the Marvel movies, you should be pleasantly surprised. Um, so yeah. What do I, uh, what do I have for you guys? Uh, we won't be talking about the shittiest movie this week because, uh, Mikhail and I will be doing that next week. I will tell you about the games that her and I played together, which were very fun and scary and, and, and some cool shit like that. We had a great day together. We went, uh, picked up some gross ass fucking snackables. Um, so we may as well, uh, move into, uh, let's do the coming up this week real quick. I'll get into the top five. Now, you know what? I'm going to announce the onesie of the month. We'll save the, the coming up this week for the end of the episode. Something a little tease, uh, onesie of the month. Uh, is my buddy, Chad, my buddy, Chad, uh, in Elmira, New York. All right. Chad W. Um, why? Because Chad is, uh, he listens every week. All right. Not to say that you guys don't, I mean, you're like, Hey, how the fuck I listen every week. Why am I not the onesie of the month? Listen, Chad is, uh, we will message me Wednesday at like 10 AM. If the, the podcast is not, is not available for him. Uh, young pup, 18 years old, working a summer job, pushing a mop. And you know, Hey man, where's the, where's the podcast? I'm, I'm, I'm bored as fuck at work, which is uh, you know, makes me feel good. Right. Letting me know that makes me feel good. Uh, just to know that for some reason, an 18 year old would be less bored listening to my, my prattlings. Um, so that's, that's cool. Uh, appreciate that. He also sent an email in this week, huh? I've huh? been begging for emails, a little bit of the universe reaching back out via, you know, the interweb to say, Hey, Josh, this, that, and the other. So, uh, another thing I appreciate Chad actually has an email in this week, uh, as well as my buddy, Matt, who has co-hosted the, the, the podcast with me before. Um, and then, uh, also, uh, first off, Chad also sent me, the, it was also the one who messaged me the Spider-Man, uh, far from home or whatever, no way home, uh, teaser. Appreciate that. And he inspired, uh, this week's top five. So that's a lot of contributions in, uh, in a short period of time. I appreciate that. Chad, you know, onesie of the month for August. Congratulations, Chad. Uh, good for you, buddy. Good for you. Biggest achievement of your life thus far. <laughs> um, but having said that, I'm going to get right into the top five. Um, the top five this week is the top five words people use incorrectly. So, um, there's a reason for this. There's, there's words and it's okay. So when I say this, I want to immediately start by saying, I'm not referring to like super cunty shit on my part. Like, uh, you know, there, there, and there are and our, and people do that shit all the time. And it does drive me crazy. Um, I do want to talk and I love wireless mice guys. I'm like fucking four feet away from my laptop. I'm hoping I'll be able to read this actually. Um, is, is words that people just say wrong often. Um, and this is the ones that, that the top five that came to mind for me, some of them are incredibly frustrating to me. Um, but one of them, one of the ones I just heard, I, I heard it a long time. I heard someone say it wrong 
And I thought it was just that one person getting it wrong. Uh, turns out, um, a lot of people say this wrong. In fact, I heard the reason it came to my mind again was this was years ago. I heard someone say it wrong is, is just recently. I heard a bunch of my friends say it wrong and I was like, and they said it exactly the same wrong way. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <coughs> I said, is that really what you heard? You know? So the first one, number five is Valdivictorian. All right. That's what they say. Valdivictorian. Um, so some of you might be like, oh, no way. Yes way. They say that it is not, uh, two of them in the same conversation. Uh, like one said it and the other one said it too. Um, and I was like, are you guys fucking with me right now? Um, so the whole idea is, uh, the valedict, it's, it's not a valedictorian. It is a valedictorian, uh, you know, dictorian kind of being the whole, you know, uh, dictation, right. Speaking. Okay. So it's valedictorian, the definition of valedictorian, not valedictorian, um, the student usually having the highest, highest rank in a graduating class who delivers the val valedictory address at the commencement exercises, um, valedictory. All right. When you're like, well, they're, they're, they're giving the valedictory. Yeah. The valedictory by the valedictorian makes sense. Uh, the definition of valedictory is of, or relating to a valediction expressing a content or sorry, expressing or containing a farewell. Again, I'm four feet away from the laptop, so I'm having a hard time reading it. But yeah, so I didn't, I didn't actually learn that in the process of, of this was the, that, that, that a valedictory, uh, is expressing or containing a farewell. So definition of valedictory an address or statement of farewell or leave talking. So that's kind of cool. Okay. The valedictorian is like, all right, goodbye, farewell. Um, commencement. I thought the word commencement means to begin. So I thought a commencement speech happens at the beginning of the year and the valedictorian speaks at the end of the year, but I could be wrong. Commence, maybe, maybe commencement as like life or whatever, you know, I'm not, I don't have time to Google that. I'm probably, you guys are probably screaming at your TVs. What the fuck is wrong with you, Josh? TVs, um, wherever this, my stupid voice is coming from, but yeah, that that's the one it's not as simple as that. I might be the only person in the world who's heard monkeys say this word, but, but yeah, uh, it's a valedictorian dictory speaking dictation dictation. Dick, it's not a valedictorian. Uh, they're not a Victorian person of any kind. Uh, it is, it is valedictorian. If you say valedictorian and you didn't know, um, this is your opportunity to, you know, not be corrected publicly by someone in an embarrassing situation. This is a chance to get your life back on track in a proper way. Um, nice and anonymously. All right. <laughs> Number four, stupider. Huh? How about that? Is stupider a word stupider. And then in parentheses, stupidest, a word stupider is the comparative form of the eject, uh, adjective word stupid because stupid is a two syllable word. It's comparative form can be created either by adding the suffix ER or by using more, <coughs> right? So the same goes for the superlative form of stupid. It can be either the stupidest or the most stupid. So apparently multisyllabic, it is correct in English to use most, not, uh, not stupider. It's most stupid now, stupid and its relative word forms are considered very rude and insulting in some situations. These situations should always be avoided in formal and professional setting. Uh, stupid is a two syllable 
bull adjective, which means you can make it compare, make its comparative and superlative forms in one of two ways by adding the corresponding suffix or by adding more or most. So stupider versus more stupid. The form of an adjective determines how you form the comparative. If an objective can, sorry, if an adjective contains one syllable, you usually add the suffix er to make the comparative form. That's how you get bigger from big and taller from tall. Uh, for adjectives with more than two syllables, you usually use the word more to create the comparative. That's why you say that something is more beautiful, but not beautifuler. You get that stupider people? You get that? You don't say stupider, even though I do, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be transparent. I, you do use us. That's, that's, you know, I actually know I'm like, that's like the most stupid thing I've ever seen. That's like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I do say stupidest. I don't think I say stupider, but I do say stupidest. And I'm, and I'm now, according to this, it's correct, but it's not, um, it's not correct. Like in English, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of what it, what it is. So, um, Two syllable adjectives mix both rules. Some of them always use the suffix for the comparative form, heavier, smellier, uh, while others seem to use more, more tepid, more lurid. This is one of the reasons some people think that the comparative form of stupid should be more stupid and not stupider. But the major dictionaries would disagree. Stupider is commonly cited as what? Stupider is more commonly cited as the correct comparative form of the adjective stupid. Stupider is grammatically correct. It is a real word and has been used for at least the last 200 years. Stupidest versus most stupid. Same rules apply to creating superlative adjectives. The only difference is that they take the suffix est or the determiner most as with stupider. Stupidest is perfectly correct and listed as standard in English dictionaries. Okay. Well, Let's put it this way then. Number four is one that I thought wasn't a word and apparently is. So both, if you ever get one of those people who says, Hey, stupid is not a word. It is. It is just because it's stupid is two syllables. You can do it either way. <coughs> Could I swear? And I read that earlier when they're like, one is like not correct. And the other one is correct. Um, okay. Number three, the word conversate. Um, one person's like, Oh, I like to conversate with someone. And yeah. I really enjoyed conversating with this person or whatever, like, okay. So here's the thing. Conversate is a non-standard. That's what I thought stupider was. Conversate is a non-standard verb that means to have a conversation. The standard verb and the one you should use if you want to be correct is converse. Yeah. I'd like to converse with you. I enjoyed conversing with you. Um, that's, that's how it works. I'm getting these by the way, off of Grammarly. So if you're like, oh, where's this site? I'm getting it from the fucking grammar people. Okay. Uh, the, the word gods, one of the words you can get from the noun conversation is conversational list. Someone who is good at making conversation. You can also get conversational, which means in, uh, which means informal, uh, blah, 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 blah. There's also the verb conversate, a candidate for the, not a real word title, even though you can find it in a dictionary. 
Uh, the definition of conversate, conversate means to have a conversation. To get to conversate, you'd have to take the noun conversation, remove the suffixion ion, and add an e at the end and use it as a verb. Okay, so it's no longer a noun, it's a verb. The process is called back formation, and the result is often a word that's considered non standard, at least for a while. Conversate is still non standard, which means you should probably avoid it in situations where proper writing matters. There you go. Or proper speaking. That's, that's proper speaking is a thing too, right? Because it's non-standard conversate is sometimes treated in the same way people treat the word irregardless, uh, as if it weren't a real word, but just as we've explained for irregardless, the fact that it's non-standard doesn't mean it's not a real word. And it also doesn't mean it won't become a standard word one day. But if you're one of those people, uh, when I ever hear some people say conversate, I never heard that word until the last like year or two. So the word converse already exists. The word conversation exists. Conversate. All right. I think I honestly, I don't think a lot of things are just backwards. So I, I heard that word. I'm like, that's not a word. I, I, maybe I'm one of those cunts, but I, I am, I'm a comic, a comedian, communication, choice of words, the right words matter to me. So again, I'm not one of those people who's going to jump down your throat for a lot of things, but I actually, I, I also, when there's a lot of blowhards around me talking about how smart they are and everything like that. So when they make such an obvious mistake with something, you know, in the vocabulary or whatever, it's like, all right. But it turns, I learned that stupider is a word and conversate are a word. Uh, valedictorian is still not a word, by the way, still not a word. There's no such thing as a valedictorian. I even typed in valedictorian and nothing come up. Val valedictorian was, was the immediate correction on everything as it should be. Cause the other one isn't a fucking word. Um, however, I was wrong about stupider. I thought stupider wasn't a word. I thought it was just incorrect. Um, there's a reason a lot of people say it is because it kind of works in English. Um, conversate is also a word, but it's not correct because it's kind of like fucking with the word and not using it correctly. According to what I just read, um, irregardless. That's one that is up there. Um, reminded me when I was reading this too, because when irregardless came up, I'm like, that's cool. Well, let's do is irregardless a word. Okay. Irregardless uh, means the same thing as regardless. It says, yes, it's a word, but major dictionaries label it non-standard. So, and this is a big thing to actually understand about the word irregardless. So even though they're saying it means the same thing, the way it's constructed actually means something different. And then allow me to elaborate. Language is a living thing. No matter how many times we say same site, by the way, all of this I'm taking from Grammarly. I'm letting them be the authority on all of these things because I don't like doing research. Language is a living thing. No matter how many times we say it, it never gets any less true. Language does resemble a living thing. It grows and changes, adapting to new circumstances, new words, new ways to use old words and new combinations of letters and meaning. It's a beautiful thing. The fact that language is alive and you can use that fact to control, sorry, to console yourself. Every time you hear someone say the word irregardless, wow, they're very passionate about that. Um, definition of irregardless, irregardless is used the same way you would use the word regardless. Regardless means without regard, because that's what happens when you add the suffix L E S S to a word. You might notice here that irregardless also has regard as its root word, and that it also contains the suffix less. So if there were any logic about irregardless, the prefix IR, which already, 
sorry, sorry, which has also been added to the root word would have to bear no meaning, but it does. And that's the problem with irregardless. It has two negations. The IR prefix means not. And if you add that to a word that already means without regard, you get not without regard. This double negative is what makes irregardless a mess of a word and an insult to the army of people who are passionate about English vocabulary, like myself. Uh, many of them go as far as to assert that irregardless is not a real word. So there's more. Let's, let's give, uh, there's a few sections. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them to you. For those idiots, idiots, for those uninformed people who use irregardless, is irregardless a real word? However, there is a problem with the assertion that irregardless is not a real word. For one, it has a meaning. When someone uses it, you know what they're saying, even though you don't like how they're doing it. Regardless of your dislike, it carries a meaning. And see how they used regardless properly there? Um, and people are using it. It might make you cringe, but irregardless is in use. It's been in use for a whole century. You won't find too many examples of it in respectable publications that employ uh, editors, but you will hear people say it. In fact, it's used often enough to catch the eye of, uh, lexicographers. I hope I said that right. And, uh, it was only a matter of time before the inevitable happened. So yes, irregardless is a word and you can find it in most dictionaries. And it's not because the lexicographers working on these dictionaries have betrayed the English language by allowing such a mongrel of a word into them. Uh, non-standard words in descriptive dictionaries. Dis dictionaries today are descriptive. They don't tell you how to use the language or which words you should and shouldn't use. Descriptive dictionaries simply note uh, the ways language is being used by people. That's how words like emoji, clickbait, and meme can get in there. And that's how irregardless got in there as well. <laughs> so you're an idiot. No, you're not an idiot, but come on. If you're trying to impress anybody with your fucking vocabulary, wouldn't you want to show them that you know which words, what do you want? You want to be a technicality word user? Is that really what you want to be? You want to be the, the word that got in scot-free. Everyone knows you don't belong there, but eh, you know, if the glove don't fit, you got to acquit there. Let me in bitch. You want to be the one who's like sitting there whining. You want to be, you want to be the fucking token word, huh? Well, we got to let some of these moronic words in or everyone's going to think we're not woke. All right, irregardless. All right, emoji. Okay, Valdivictorian. No, it's not a word. Uh, you're still not a word, Valdivictorian. I apologize. You're the you're the trans word community so far, but we're gonna get to you. All right, we're still working on irregardless. It took irregardless. Oh, I fuck. I've heard that word my whole life. People saying it wrong the whole time. It took them a long time. You know. You'll get there, Valdivictorian. You'll get there. Uh, granted lexicographers have a way of noting that some of those, let's call them unusual words are not words in educated language. Uh, sorry, are not words an educated language user would use in formal discussions. Dictionaries add a non-standard tag to such words as they stay non-standard until they gain enough traction to traction to be included in standard words. In case you're wondering, irregardless is a non-standard word. Um, so there you go. It's a non-standard word. And you now learned that, that if you're looking in a dictionary, let's say you're getting into a fucking argument with somebody. Uh, if you look in a dictionary and you see the word, but it says non-standard, let's just say it's a draw. All right. Because that person basically is saying like, ah, it's not really a correct word. I guess if you're going to be a, one of those gambling sticklers, like, no, I'm right. <coughs> Stupider is, but it's non-standard. You know what I mean? Conversate is non-standard. I believe, I believe stupider to be non-standard, but I, I was wrong. And they didn't say that I was looking for the non-standard. I know conversate is non-standard irregardless is non-standard. And here we go, gang. 
Number one. Number two is irregardless. Number one. What is the number one word that makes me want to kill everybody? Um, I got to type it in here. One sec. Hey, hey, where is it? Where would I spell wrong here? Yeah, there's no in there. All right, here we go. <laughs> supposedly. All right, that's the other one. The word supposedly, supposedly is said so incorrectly by, well, anyway, supposedly. Okay, you fucking ape. Really? Like, you know how stupid supposedly my lips are too heavy and the bees are coming up before the peas can, right? Right. Apes have supposable thumbs, don't they? Aren't those supposable thumbs that they use? And I'm, I'm as smart as one of those apes. I use supposedly with my supposable thumbs. Don't say supposedly, please. Everything else I can let go. Supposedly. Come on. Are you even listening? Where did you hear that word? Slap the fucking Budweiser can out of your mother's hand while she's pregnant and say, don't you ever mumble or say dumb shit. All right. That's where you heard it from. I'm assuming the, the trailer slapped the Budweiser can out of her hand and just be like, what the fuck did you just supposedly man? Well, supposedly people there, they don't know the idea. I listen. I, I was like, I was compelled by making a murderer. All right. But I watched that show and I watched that Avery family, the way they talk, oh, anyway, he don't know what he do there. He didn't know he don't do that. But I'm like, watching these people, I'm like, no wonder the community didn't like, it sucks. I actually like, I mean, all joking aside, it's supposed to be a comedy podcast. So I try to throw in as many jokes, whatever stupid thoughts I have at the time. In all fairness, I was like, yeah, no wonder that nobody took these people fucking seriously. They didn't have money to defend themselves. Right. They couldn't defend themselves. The only reason the guy had any fucking money is because they already threw him in jail wrong the first time. But I'm like, you listen to them talk and you're just like, they're fucking, you know, the whole family. Yeah. Nobody's going to care about these people. And it's sad. It's sad when you're not educated, but isn't that a choice? I guess it's hard too. When you look at your parents and you're like, ah, fucking morons. That's what I'm going. Like basically instead of me just being able to tell a joke where I'm like, ah, some redneck, yeah, supposedly, supposedly I'm supposed to be able to get a job or whatever, but I mean, Mexicans stole my goddamn job. I mean, fuck. Oh, again, if you don't know anything about me, I don't view that at all. It's a shame people view that way. It's like, oh, really? What if you, what if you stayed in school? Huh? You know, I, what do you drop out the first time you couldn't put the fucking square block through the triangle hole? It's not going in there. Hey, fuck this, man. I don't need you fucking... Liberal cocksucker, he's gonna build a wall. I'm gonna be able to do whatever I want. Hey, goddamn porn star or whatever. Um, <laughs> so anyways, let's, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was just talking about. Can I, can I blame the illness? Uh, it's this goddamn fever guys. Um, supposedly, <laughs> supposedly is a word, but there's a 99% chance you don't know how to use it. Um, you know, so. And again, if you don't know how to use supposedly, you probably don't know how to use the computer enough to find these answers for yourself. So supposedly, according to what people believe or assume, all right? So according to what people believe or assume is the definition of supposedly, supposedly is capable of being conceived. Different words. It's helpful to use each word in a sentence to understand the difference. Example, supposedly I should receive my tax refund within the next 15 days, which means according to what people believe or assume. So supposedly I should receive my tax refund within the next couple days. 
Uh, what the fuck is that? Something is built into itself. So supposedly, like the words are literally overlapped. It's some sort of, I guess, HTML glitch or whatever. Uh, supposedly received my tax fund tomorrow, but it's a little unlikely since I only filed my taxes yesterday. Okay. So they're saying supposedly, so that means you're capable of believing it. Not that, you know, a it's believed to be this. It's, yeah, I, I, I guess I could get it tomorrow, but I only, you know, I only filed it yesterday. So tip in order to avoid confusion, if you're uncertain about which word you should use, try the word conceivably instead of supposedly. Yeah. Conceivably. Or if you're Wallace Shawn inconceivable. So that's the whole idea, right? Is that, you know, one is according to what's believed or assumed. The other one is capable of being conceived. Like, uh, you know, supposedly aliens are coming, you know, or you can even say supposedly, actually, supposedly there's aliens in their house. Supposedly there's, there's spaghetti monsters, right? One of them is capable of being conceived. The other one is according to what people believe or assume. Anyways, that's a big one for me. Supposedly is the proper one, but just say conceivably. Some people also say apparently or, or things like that. Evidently is another one, but those are the top five guys. Valdivictorian, stupider, conversate, irregardless, and supposedly are uh, the top five words that uh, people use incorrectly. Um, yeah. So, well, that was a kind of an angry top five, but I hope I made you laugh at least once in that, uh, right? Take your supposable thumbs and send me an email, contact at one man podcast.com and tell me what you guys liked, uh, what words drive you crazy. You know, I know Ivan hates the word onesie. That one drives him crazy, but, uh, but we don't use it incorrectly. It's not a person who listens to the podcast. It's a type of pajamas. Um, what contact the one man podcast.com. Send me whatever you want. Uh, I got a couple emails to read too. So just going to throw these, uh, out here. Appreciate the emails. First one's from my buddy, Matt. Matt says, uh, he sent it to like, I mean, he has me on Facebook. He messages me on Facebook. So he sent this one to the email. So I'm a, and you guys know the rules. You send me the email. I'm going to read it on the air unless you tell me not to. So he knows the fucking rules. Hi, Josh. Just wanted to get around to finally, sorry, get, to get around and finally send you an email. Let's see. I'll be returning to Ottawa in October for work. The city does not want to pay donkey dick and there is no work. So I'll be working with my old man. Uh, I will, it will be good to see you. Every time I come to Ottawa, it's like a weight off my shoulders. Wish the wife would move down with me, but she's still dead set on living in the Maritimes. Anyway, hope all is well. Uh, and your allergies are settling. Um, thanks buddy. I'm glad you listened to the podcast. I appreciate you listening. I look forward to seeing you too. We will do some fun stuff, make some food, uh, enjoy our lives. Uh, yeah, everything will be fun and dandy and, uh, will be good to see you buddy. I always enjoy when you're in town, come uh, co-host another episode with me. Uh, last time Matt and I co-host an episode, he was like talking about this dream he had in this big moment. And I had farted silently at the table when he's saying that, so he's describing these deep breaths and the air is so fresh and I'm dying laughing just because the, what he is describing is not what he's about to experience. And I was laughing and he thought I was laughing at him describing his dreams. Like, fuck you, man. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm the angrier. He cause he thought I wasn't being supportive of his story. I'm laughing harder and harder as he's getting more and more upset about like, not what I'm laughing about. At all. Fuck. It killed me dying, laughing, dying, laughing. Um, so yeah, Matt, can't wait to have you back. And, uh, the second email from Chad, Chad sent me a top five, Chad, you onesie of the month, you, um, appreciate that buddy. Chad sent me the top five story games that he's played. Chad's, uh, one of my buddies, I'm in on the PlayStation and, uh, Chad sends me this. Okay. So, uh, gave me a little write up for each one of them. Number five for Chad is ghosts of Tushima. 
um, a historical game that takes place on the island of Tushima uh, during the Mongol invasion. Uh, the game, I, I've seen it, uh, have not played it. Uh, a lot of people were saying the story and if it was really great, the gameplay was good. You're basically like playing a samurai, I believe, uh, the vast majority, you know, or, well, whatever, you're a samurai or you're a warrior of some kind. It's a lot of like sword play and things like that. It looked good, but again, these, these, this list is about the story games, uh, horizon zero dawn. I know a reasonable amount of that. Nothing but the story, just how it plays. Uh, Chad puts in number four horizon zero dawn is a story that takes place in a world of machines that mankind created and wiped out all of humanity, but humanity is, uh, was eventually brought back from extinction and formed tribes and lived in a world of the old. Um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's almost got like this avatar feel to it. where like there's all these like robot machines walking around that are like, you know, like, 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 uh, bulls and velociraptors and giraffes and, and, <coughs> uh, deer, you know what I mean? Things like that. Like, so it's interesting to see like all these different animals and then there you're, it's like avatar in the sense that it's like, you're like, like a Navi where you're like running around this tribal person with like a bow and arrow. But over time you kind of like steal some tech and it teaches like hack hacked machines and this and that I haven't played it. I've seen it played, um, years ago when I was doing uh, a PlayStation tour, uh, horizon zero dawn was one of the games that we had, um, on demo available for people to play. So I've seen it played. I've just never played it. And I don't know anything about the story, but, uh, Chad's list. Number four, horizon zero dawn. Number three, red dead redemption two, one of which I am very familiar. Uh, red dead redemption two is a game that takes place in the year of 1899 is about a gang rebelling against the changing Western society. Uh, well said Chad. Yeah, it's a cowboy game. Cowboy. It's, it's basically grand theft auto in the old West. It is a sequel. Uh, it is a sequel, but it's a prequel. Uh, so it's the second game, but it's the, it's a prequel to the original story wise. Um, great game, good story, uh, in true rock star fashion, very long, uh, open world. You do whatever you like. I love that game. It's one of the best games ever made. Um, story is good. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it, uh, as well. So I, I absolutely second that. Um, I know family members, I know people who don't play video games that have played that game and just said, nah, it's just fucking incredible. Um, number two, God of War. Uh, a story that takes place in Norse mythology about a father and son connecting over a long journey to spread the ashes of, uh, the mother. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know anything about that game. Chad's been bragging about it for a long time saying I got to play it. Uh, a lot of people said the absolutely incredible, uh, that it's shifted gears from, I, I remember the original God of war games. They came out and it was like, just like button masher, hack and slash a bunch of sex scenes needlessly. So a lot of people said like they've, they've completely changed the style of the game. It's the characters, but it's, um, a different type of story, uh, rave reviews, rave reviews. People love it. I'm looking forward to playing it. And finally, uh, number one, the last of us series, uh, is a story about a character named Joel, a smuggler tasked escorting a teenage girl, Ellie across a post apocalyptic United States. Uh, can't say enough good things about the last of us. Uh, it was a game that I owned for years. And every time I would tell someone I, I have it, but I haven't played it. People would say to me like, don't bullshit. They'd be like, go home and play it right now. Go home and play it right now. So eventually I finally started playing it. I'm like, all right, I'll play this game. Great game. Great story. Uh, not super complex, but, but very, very interesting gripping. The gameplay was fun. It was, uh, it's like a zombie apocalypse game, but rather than like, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. It's, uh, 
it's a post-apocalyptic game, but it's it's about, you know, a guy who's like lost his daughter. And so he's got that whole, like, I got to escort this kid, but I'm not trying to be too nice. She's like the age my daughter was when she, like, great, great story. Uh, the second one I played during the pandemic, I raved about it on the podcast. Absolutely loved it. I played it, I played through it like three or four times already. Love that game. One of the best stories I've ever, I've ever seen. Uh, gripping, you know, like my life was that game for a week until I could just, and I was just burning through the store just to see what's going on. Incredibly cinematic. You can watch someone play that game. The way that they've designed it is even when you're walking from one place to another, they're talking to each other and expanding the story. So it's like watching an action movie you know what I mean? Like you're, you're not, it's not like Super Mario where you're running around just jumping. Like you wouldn't have to watch someone play for like 10, 15 minutes where nothing's happening is, is quite, quite literally every moment, you know, like when you're watching a Fast and the Furious movie, people are like, oh, those stories are good. They, they may very well be. I shit on those movies because they're not my style, but they may very well be. But when action's happening, they're not like flying through the air and being like, hey, by the way, the diamonds are in the safe and the coat. Like they're not expanding on the story during the action. The action is the action. It keeps things gripping. And so the last of us, when there's, when there's action scenes, a lot of times they are directly related to the story. So we, like I said, I guess I'm, I'm not trying to oversell this guys, but I'm saying this is the kind of thing that you could actually type into YouTube and be like, watch the last of us let's play or whatever. And you could watch someone just play through the story. So you could watch it like it was a movie and you wouldn't Unless you got like, that's the tough thing about like picking a random playthrough is that if you get someone who's just talking the whole time over the story or they're fucking around or whatever, like I would, I would try to watch a speed run. Even a speed run's not a greatest idea because they'd probably be clicking through the, the cutscenes. You know, if you just went like last of us, watch story playthrough or whatever, you'd probably find, you know, somebody who did that. In fact, you know what? If enough onesies, if enough onesies were interested, I, I would do a playthrough. I think I could, I could do a playthrough on, on, uh, you know, YouTube or Twitch, which would allow me to save it. So you guys could actually just go on the YouTube, uh, the, go, go, go on, go on the YouTube. I'm old. Uh, you can go on YouTube and just watch the videos and be like part one, part two, and you just watch them at your leisure. But I would do it in a way that just, I'm not talking over it. I'm not, uh, you know, ruining story. I can't say enough. This is how good the story guys is. Uh, HBO bought it. HBO bought it. It is, it is underway. Uh, I think a week or two ago, I got a, a, someone sent me an email saying like, or not an email, sorry, a uh, text message saying it has begun filming in Alberta. It is being filmed in Canada. HBO, Pedro Pascal from Narcos, from Game of Thrones, from the Mandalorian is playing Joel, the lead character. Okay. Uh, they're not fucking around. They've got the director, Neil Druckmann. Uh, you know, the, the director writer of the game is right on board with the writing of the series. They want to make sure that it is not far off from the source material. Uh, the director of Chernobyl, which I still got to watch. Can someone send me an email contact at one man podcast.com and tell me if that Chernobyl mini series was good. Cause the motherfucker who was responsible for that is on board for this last of us thing. Plus they, they got some of the writers from breaking bad to help pen this thing. Like they're not fucking around. This story was incredible in the game. I Chad, I second your number one, uh, on this absolutely one of the best stories I've ever played in a game. Honestly, the only one that I would like that would rub up against that for me on my, on my list, I don't necessarily all the other ones, but, but just in terms of like number one, being gripped by a story, feeling like compelled to share it with others. Um, final fantasy seven, the original final fantasy seven, uh, the story was incredible. Good versus evil. Yeah. Evil. Good versus evil corporations versus the environment. 
you know, uh, religion versus this and that. It was, it was really like a great story, ins and outs, forgotten memories, mistaken identities, like, like, uh, oh man, it ran deep. It was incredible. Every game, every Final Fantasy game since has been trying to have lightning strike twice in terms of storytelling. Um, that would be the only one that I would say maybe would, would push the last of us. And only because it did it 20 something years ago, a story that in depth for a fucking goofy little hack and slash game. Um, but last of us, incredible, incredible. Can't wait for the series. Uh, yeah, there you go, guys. We got some emails, top five list out of the way, uh, coming up this week tomorrow. Got to bring my car in to find out what that rattling sound is. That's what I'm doing in the morning. In the afternoon, I'm recording an interview with Jen Turliak, the author of How to Figure Out What to Do With Your Life. Um, I read that book uh, in a few days, uh, amongst other things, of course, because I'm, I'm, I have ADD, right? You guys, I can't even finish a sentence without switching lanes into something different. So um, read a few hours here and there, but I got that book read this week. I got some questions for her. I'm excited because uh, she's a very accomplished person. Um, this is another e uh, interview that I'm intimidated to do because this person is incredibly talented. She is shadowed and, and interviewed and talked with people from like Airbnb and square. She's been all over the world. She's the CEO of, uh, a company in, in Toronto. I was going to say it, but I'm like, ah, just, I'll, I'll get you guys excited. But, uh, she wrote a book about, you know, again, what it's called is how to figure out what to do with your life. And I was like, Hey, fuck who's, you know, I'm in that boat, right? What do I really want to do with the rest of my life? And so I, uh, I, I asked for the book from my buddy, Chris at the idea shop, uh, who was, was doing some promoting for this book, which is how it came across, uh, my, you know, came to my attention. And, uh, and then I've since uh, asked if I could interview the author. So, um, I'm, I'm really excited for time. I really feel underprepared as I always do when someone who is incredibly successful, I think I'm busy at times, but when you're talking about somebody who, who is the CEO of a, of a company and doing a million things and all the companies that they have worked for in the past and all the things that they've done and all this shit. Oh, oh, incredible, incredible. So grateful. Can't wait to, uh, can't wait and also horrified to do that interview. So let's hope your boy, uh, can bring something interesting to the table. I'm very excited to, uh, to chat with this person, but, uh, that being said, that's the podcast guys. Have a great week. I hope, uh, everything goes well for you. I hope anyone who's struggling with seasonal allergies is finding stuff that works for them. Um, yeah, if you, if you, if you're sick, you know, uh, try to stay away from other people. Uh, we, we, we are not COVID sick myself, Michaela. No one else COVID sick, mostly just allergies. Um, I don't know who got the cold from where, but double vaxxed, you know, so who knows? Maybe, maybe it was, you know, no, well, no, it wasn't COVID. She got tested. She's not, she doesn't have COVID, but, um, <coughs> excuse me. I don't know what made me sick, but I'm on the mend. Uh, I'm going to stop talking. Uh, I have been talking for an hour, 27 minutes. And by the time we add the uh, intros and the outro, you know, we've, we've done our time in the trenches guys. Hope you have the best week ever. Uh, live your lives. Send me anything, movies, shows, books, top fives, whatever it is. I love to interact with you. It really does make my day. Thank you so much. Uh, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.
Until you use me up 